0: mother, a podcast about friends, and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. <laughs> Natalie, how are you? Doing... How are you today, Natalie? <laughs> Natalie, the robot.
1: Um, I'm doing okay. Um,
0: you hesitate because our apartment is so scary right now.
1: Yes, I was gonna bring up how spooky it is in here. We We decked we decked the halls.
0: Yeah, we decorated for Halloween. I've got a terrifying pumpkin literally looking yeah. right in the face right I painted
1: now. painted a pumpkin with my there's nephew. There's a spider
0: dangling Painting. between us. Yeah. There are bats all over the walls. It's real scary in here.
1: There's a yeah skeleton hanging by the door.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's it's, a
1: menacing figure above our
0: Above oh, the television. television. A yeah. ghoul? Would you call it a ghoul?
1: I would say a demon or a, a demon. ghoul. Or a ghoul. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, a yeah, ghoulish so it's, demon. Is it's very scary. It. It. Yeah. There's also a g- g- ghost, uh, but that's more cute than scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a big spider.
0: Oh yeah, there's a big spider. Um. Yeah. I'm so scary. A
1: little bit tired, but I think that's just the default now. As I, as I get up there in years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Last week we were both very tired.
1: Yeah. Why uh, were we so tired last
0: week? Uh, I don't remember. But I also so I like I changed my note taking. and I'm gonna change my approach slightly. Okay. okay. Which is I'm gonna be less slavish to like
1: the structure, the recap,
0: yes. like this happened. like
1: yeah, we just discuss
0: people who people who are listening to this. They either listen, they either watched the episode in preparation, yeah, or they didn't and they don't care. <laughs> they just want to hear us talk about it. So which, I don't need to like reconstruct every single right. scene.
1: That's not what people are here for. Yeah. Are so I there think people I got, I, here for it?
0: <laughs> yeah, there are people here for it. We're still okay. getting, uh, you know, comments sometimes. Okay. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, so I think I was trying, uh, yeah, I think that's just a lesson I need to relearn. Yeah. So let's just jump into it. We're going to yeah. talk about seasons one, episodes 19 of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. The Friends episode is called, the excuse me, it's called The One Where the Monkey Gets Away and the how i met another episode is called mary the paralegal but we'll get to we're going to put a pin in mary the paralegal ouch yes. that's mary um, Good and now for the time being we're going to talk about friends season one episode 19 the one where the monkey gets away um unfortunately spoiler it the monkey doesn't stay away which is what i would have wanted yeah get that, mon- get that monkey the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> um but uh we do. Uh, I always like to know whether or not the episodes open at Central Perk. I think like we should like. This be, one did. Yeah. We should be yeah. tracking. Friends. Did this Friends open at Central Perk? Did this home and Your Mother open at McLaren's? You know, we should be oh. making um, making notes. About and they that. both do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This week we had a, 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 a double uh, showing up, uh, o- opening the curtain on their respective hangs. Yeah. So What's your
1: favorite? Okay. Oh, go ahead. Real quick. Yeah. If you could hang at any of the TV show sitcom hangs, what would it be? Because I have an answer.
0: Um, it has to be a sitcom.
1: Um. Oh, no, no. It could be anything. Are um, you thinking like Peach Pit?
0: Oh, like The Bronze. The Bronze. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, the bronze, you never know when like Amy Mann might play or Chiba Mato, you That's know, they had all kinds of, but I guess the pizza bit also coffee. had a lot of fans.
1: The bronze is just coffee.
0: The bronze was just coffee when they were in high school and then it seemed like they suddenly started serving beer at the bronze when the characters mm. were old enough to drink. The bronze seemed to like change with, uh, okay, as but, needed. uh, no, I, but I don't, actually, if I'm being realistic, I don't know if this is just recency bias, but probably McLaren's like it's, McLaren seems the most, like, a fun, real, like, city pub.
1: I'm going to go and show my age here and say the Regal Beagle. (laughs) (laughs) That's,
0: okay. But, like, it's not like you were actually, like, into, like, you're not the age of someone who, like, like, you watch Three's Company in reruns. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, where did they drink on the Dick Van Dyke show? The design
1: (laughs) of the Regal Beagle... Is awesome, But yeah, I think that's me saying like, oh, this is like a cool 70s bar.
0: Um, yeah, you want to drink at the, like, uh, <laughs> the, like, coconut bar on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> like, <laughs> just made it to Palm so drinking out of coconuts. Yeah. Well, your name, I mean, you do have a... Yeah,
1: um, I have a right to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you are one of the cast members. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, we open in Central Park, but it's not the whole gang. It's just Rachel being battered her job. It's a mm-hmm. standalone, like, scene where she has effectively memorized every flavor of tea that they serve at Central Perk, yeah. but forgotten which customer asked, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, she did
1: a good job. It's I a felt- funny idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I think tea names are funny, yeah. you know, there's, um, uh, cause there was also that some, we can't, we can't get an up through an episode of this without talking about Seinfeld. Um, do you remember when,
1: or so I married an ex-murder, I uh, think of there's a joke about tea. Like about cute. tea? Yeah.
0: About tea names, though, yeah. specifically?
1: Cubby Wubby Womb Room <laughs> is one of the teas
0: that But you remember the, the Seinfeld episode offered? where Elaine and George bond over making fun of Jerry behind his back? And, right. And they're both talking about the tip flavor of tea that he likes. Um, um, and one of the teas that he drinks is morning thunder, right? And George is like, morning thunder has caffeine in it. Jerry doesn't drink caffeine, and Elaine's like, he doesn't know that morning thunder has caffeine in that's it. Right. And he walks around all morning going, "I feel great."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like when they make fun of Jerry.
0: Yeah, um, but anyway, that's that's a, that's. A, I like a standalone cold open. Yeah. Sometimes the cold opens, you know, like introduce the plot elements of the episode. But I like just a standalone cold open. Sometimes that's what this is. That has nothing to do with anything. But when we get to the main meat of the episode. Uh, Rachel finds out because Monica brings her her mail at work, just like. It's weird. Yeah, it's, you live together. This is like, your job. She she'll just get it. Yeah. Like this was unless it was like marked urgent she'll get it when she maybe? goes home. Like yeah. here, or, like I know you were waiting for your like I don't know new driver's license in the mail or something. Yeah, like just wait till she gets home. But anyway, they have this scene at Central Park. Rachel finds out that Barry whom she left at the altar six months prior is engaged again because it's in the news. Go ahead. To her maid of honor. To her maid of honor, Mindy. Mindy. Who's very pretty. Yeah. According to Monica. We don't see her.
1: Yeah, which is like breaks the girl code. Like, no, you don't say the ex's new bride is pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, so yeah, it's a country club newsletter that her mom sends her every month. Uh,
0: Yeah, I like the reminders that um that rachel comes from like a rich family but i guess the gellers are rich too right because they were like friends growing up or whatever i'm guessing yeah the gellers are also a wealthy family we'll get more into the these characters teenage years in a minute yeah um this i i'm gonna this is gonna be just a spoiler for the rest of the episode for you now and for the listeners um didn't really like either of these episodes very much. I'm
1: gonna be honest, I didn't either. Yeah. I was like trying to think what the lesser of
0: the yeah yeah when are. we when we get to playing favorites it will be it'll be tough. It's like a two way tie for last, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, Ross is like listening to Rachel um, talk about her woes. I hate that. I hate the like. Oh, I'm the nice guy, but the, you know, I'm the perfect guy I'm for her, and I'm right in pining. front of her. Yeah.
1: Why don't you see it? We'll be yeah. perfect together. Ugh,
0: it's so toxic, so gross. And yeah. this episode yeah. has so much of it. Um, and then, as if that weren't enough, we get the the rest of the gang come back in. They've just seen a movie together, uh, a Hugh Grant movie, who Joey calls him Lou Grant, which is funny. It's the only funny part of the <laughs> um, scene. But they're like, Joey and Chandler, like, complaining about, like, it was a chick flick. It's like,
1: yeah. I get it. This dumb battle of the sexes bullshit is just tiring.
0: And I know, like, I, I also, like, uh, have trouble pinning down who the show thinks Chandler is. He's, he's, like, and I guess we find some stuff about his childhood. We have already learned some. We find some more out by the yeah. end of this episode. Like, he's a, he's a weird mix of things, Chandler. Yes, and
1: he, his character will have some growth, Okay. Um, but right now I think he's just like the clown, the clown yeah. of the group.
0: Yeah. But he seems like he's supposed to be the like, like above it all type sometimes. Like sarcasm. Yeah. But then yeah. he's also like, ooh, chick flicks, which seems so like basic.
1: With like a little sprinkle of homophobia
0: because like, of course, always, always. You can't. So not. Hugh
1: Grant was like, I guess, um, frolicking, um, nude. nude.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause Joey says he likes,
1: he likes nudity. If movies don't
0: have action; they have to have nudity, but yeah.
1: not a naked man frolicking. God forbid. Yeah.
0: God forbid. Um, anyway, so hated that. Um, weird thing. Just to point it out, in the like little like establishing inter- interstitial shots of New York City in between scenes, there's a World Trade Center towers yes. shot, which is like, I don't know. I'm never going to get to a place where that's not like, oh, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It's yeah.
0: it's so. uh, uh, it, it, it takes me out of. The, but I also no. Like I don't think they should go back and
1: edit, edit, edit them
0: out. out yeah. Which like they talked about doing with certain things at the time. At the time, remember like they said the the Simpsons were never going to rerun right. the World Trade Center episode. Right. Like it came back, they um, they pulled a uh, uh, a trailer for the Sam Raimi Spider Man, the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie, because there mm-hmm. was a um. There was a, t- a trailer that was like, uh, which ha- it happens very rarely anymore, where there's a trailer for a movie that is like completely original, like they, like a thing that's shot just to be a trailer, like not not made from footage from the movie, but like just a, and they, there was a, a trailer where uh, some bad guys were like getting away in a helicopter, and then like suddenly their helicopter stops, and they're like, what? And they realize they're caught in a spider web that's been a huge spider web between the two World Trade Center towers. Oh, wow like it pulls back to see that and it's yeah, like spider it's just kind b- of like, like jarring uh yeah they pulled that from from the air um but yeah it, it's anyway that's not the point um uh i like these are both uh both shows we talk about in the show or new york city shows as we're talking about world trade center it's very new york city stuff uh but obviously they're both shot and produced and in Los Angeles. Soundstage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I like the occasional, like, New York touch. Like, we see all the dudes, because they're, like, giving Ross advice about... Oh, like, at the pizza Rachel. parlor. And they're just standing at a pizza parlor and eating, which pizza. I feel like is not something we do here, but I, it is, like, I think more of a New York City, just like, let's just go into this pizzeria and grab... And it
1: looked like a legit delicious pizza, props to the props, but... it. I, it made me watch. Props want to pizza. the
0: props department. I still say, first time each episode, you have to say props to the no, props look, department. These
1: listeners know. These <laughs> but listeners, but there are new listeners
0: all the time.
1: Look, go back in the archives. Start at the beginning. <laughs>
0: um, uh, I also noticed because I think we talked about this uh, uh, earlier in this uh, on this podcast at some other point. Um, eating scenes and whether or not people actually eat. Mm-hmm. I will say. Matt LeBlanc actually does take a bite, like in mm-hmm. the middle of the, mm-hmm. the scene, which I appreciated. And then um, David Schwimmer does the thing you see more often, which like a like little nibble. No, he. Um, sorry. <laughs> 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 Let me say my thought. He waits until the last, like after the last line has has been said, then he goes. Oh, so like the scene ended with him taking a big bite, which I think is like that's a good middle ground as opposed to the other thing of just, like, never taking a bite. Yeah. Um, but also, that pizza's probably fucking gross. It looks good, but it's probably been sitting there, you know, for a couple hours by that point.
1: Yeah, but then how do they make the cheese look so, like, melty? Wouldn't it, like, coagulate if it was really all that long?
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe they just got...
1: Maybe they just had one take and they did it perfectly. Yeah, those they're, are, they're pros professionals. at professionals, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: So... What I, what I left off is... Um, because I was too busy talking about the chick flicks thing that, cause that bothers me so much as a guy who is a straight male who loves romantic comedies. I think I, uh, and I love romantic comedies, melodramas, period romances, like all the things that get talked about as chick flicks are like among my favorite subgenres of movies. So I get caught up in that. So I got caught so caught up talking about that, that I forgot to mention the point of the scene, which is that we find out that Rachel is going to be watching Marcel for a night. I can't even remember why.
1: Um, yeah. Like, he, I guess he had something to do, but then he...
0: He regularly leaves Marcel alone in the apartment. It's fine, right? Yeah.
1: I think they just needed a, I mean, a plot fun. device. It's awful, I mean, it's wrong that he has... Yeah, exactly. This... I mean, like, well, we'll get to it later, but it's an exotic animal that's illegal to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you and I had a friend who had a hedgehog which is not legal in california you had had to to go to nevada cross state lines to (laughs) to to get a hedgehog Um, i've
1: had friends who got um like ferrets that way and i think ferrets are like a little more acceptable but still illegal as pets
0: in california i think california has really strict laws because i feel like in missouri i knew Multiple people who had ferrets—it was like not that uncommon. Well, a pet. This guy
1: also had like five or six ferrets, so maybe it's like the number of ferrets.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably.
1: Maybe true. you could only have three ferrets in California.
0: What if it's three ferrets per human <laughs> yeah. in the house?
1: Yeah, this—he had like a ferret room with like all kinds of like hammocks because they like to hang like from trees. So it was like, it was strange. It didn't smell good, as you could probably no. imagine.
0: Um, well, that's cute though. Uh, so anyway, we get to the, um, the night in question. Rachel's watching Marcel. They're watching a soap opera together. Um, again, I should have put that in motifs. The friends watching TV. Mm -hmm. That's bad. Like they, they watch bad TV. Yes. Um,
1: with, yeah, a little sprinkle of transphobia because no episode of friends is without it.
0: Oh, right, because she says the one character like quote unquote, like he used to be a man, or right something. and that yeah. Would, yeah, yeah, um well, that'll be another thing that uh
1: we'll talk about yeah the
0: two episodes have in common uh, yes. today,
1: which they always do
0: um yeah, well, they're yeah, definitely both very dated I don't, I, transphobia specifically feels like it's generally more of the friends thing, yeah, but it definitely comes up hard in. How many your mother this week, but I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. Marcel gets away because he craps in Monica's shoe mm-hmm. and Rachel like takes the crap out to the incinerator and leaves the door open and, and well, Marcel she, gets she
1: puts it in the, um, the country club newsletter That's right, as a way to like, oh, yeah.
0: And I did say, like her little, like, she was like, here's your engagement present, Barry. I'm sure that wasn't on your registry. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, did she really say that? Out loud,
0: yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. Um, so anyway, there. Um,
1: she enlists the help of all the friends except to try and Ross. find it before yeah.
0: Ross gets home. Yeah, which is weird that Rachel says he'll be home because it's not Ross's apartment. But anyway, maybe it's just like, oh, he'll be back. Back, but yeah. she should have said back anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just get hung up on like, don't call your home is your home, Rachel. Right. I know Ross acts like he owns the place, right? As do Joey and Chandler, right? Um. But uh, anyway, um, so they go splitting up. They're looking for um, Marcel. Marcel. It's very much a uh, reference to the one with the blackout where they're trying to fi- they find a cat and they're going through mm-hmm. the house trying to f- knock on apartment. doors. In case in point, Larry Hankin, as Mr. Huckle's Mr. returns Huckles. again. Yes. Um, but then Ross does show up before uh, um, they find him. He's got a, a bottle of wine. He, he's l- he his planned, plan yeah, his he, plan is to like finally like, in thanking Rachel for watching Marcel he's gonna sort of pivot towards like um,
1: making some moves
0: or like letting professing yeah his, letting her know how he feels yeah. um and that's when we get the first of multiple shots of Marcel just doing his thing around the building yeah. he's like out on their balcony. I couldn't tell what he was eating. He it was, was like a eating the
1: waffle that Mr. Heckles left out, which was oh. a really funny throwback because it that was like a, waffle. a really funny line because when they went to Mr. Heckles' door, they said, have you seen a monkey? And he said, no, but have you seen
0: a I waffle? The waffle? I left Belgian waffle out here. Yeah.
1: And he said, I wasn't ready for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why would you leave a Belgian waffle? In the so I wasn't So Marcel ready
1: yeah. <laughs> ate the waffle, but it's cute that he went to the balcony that he knew, like with yeah. the waffle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, you know and, what I
1: didn't like. So uh,
0: yeah, there's when, plenty of things I didn't like too.
1: When Ross like gets there and she has to admit to him that Marcel is missing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the way that he's like, I mean, it's it's a joke that like, oh. Let's, like, try to find him before Ross kills you. But he, and that was, like, played as a joke. And he was, like, menacingly, like, following her around the table in a way that's, like, are you going to hurt her? Like, are we supposed to laugh? It's kind of like Lucy being afraid of Ricky. Like, is he going to hit you? Like, why are you putting your, you know, like.
0: That's just the beginning of. How Ross's behavior, like, I understand he's upset about the monkey, but the way that he...
1: He's chasing her around the apartment. But the way that
0: he treats Rachel throughout the entire episode yeah. is, like, it's its one thing to be mad at your friend who fucked up, but, like, this goes deeper. It's like... And we'll we'll get to it yeah. in, in, a, in a minute, but I want to mention some other things. Uh, well, the first thing I wrote... One thing I wrote down here is, I don't know why Ross is so upset. Marcel sucks. <laughs> um,
1: Yeah. And when, like, animal control is called, that's another thing we'll get to.
0: That's actually the next thing. So uh, Rachel calls animal control.
1: And then Ross, like, kind of freaks out again, saying, like, you idiot. This is an illegal pet. Like, how dare you? You're a dummy, and I hate you, but I secretly objectify you and convince myself that I'm in love with you. Whatever. This is what
0: I'm saying. Yeah, that, like, Ross's attitude towards Rachel, like, he's, he's angry at her because... She let the monkey go. But he's, really he's angry at her for not liking him back for twenty years.
1: And he's punishing her yeah, in a way it's that's
0: juvenile and toxic.
1: Yeah. Very toxic and like almost criminal, I would argue.
0: <laughs> but, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to be friends with it. like if I were Rachel, I would not want to be friends with him again right. after this.
1: Because like we're to we're led to believe that you're like pining because you have like deep feelings for this person. But if he had legitimate, like genuine feelings for her he would be angry at this situation and be understanding. This is a person I care about, maybe love. I'm still going to respect her and care about her. This is a tough situation for anyone. And I know that in the moment you're probably not that level headed about it, but come on.
0: But so this is like almost, I think it feels like almost accidentally an illustration of what's wrong and toxic about the like nice guy archetype, which yeah. is that like, um, It's it's like oh yeah he's so sensitive and and if if he could only like let her know how he feels but really what's wrapped up in that is this sense of entitlement and this resentment and like vindictiveness
1: rage at her obliviousness
0: yeah like he's how dare you not notice me when I love you
1: yeah it's so obvious like that this is that we're perfect for each other why don't you see that like it's 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 very dangerous. so but yes. you did mention
0: animal control. Yes. Uh, did who, you recognize Marla her? Hooch?
1: Marla Hooch
0: from uh, a League of Our Own. Yeah. A League of Their Own. League of Their Own.
1: Love Marla uh, Hooch.
0: You can say a League of Our Own. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a League yeah. of Their Own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Megan Cavanaugh Kavana- is the actress. Um, and here we find it. Like if like th- this is another thing that I just marveled that I-, I can't believe the show. I guess Friends is clearly made for, like, a mainstream audience. Yes. Whereas, like, if you've got a character like uh, the Animal Control lady, Marla, forgot. who... Oh, uh, her
1: name is um, Louisa.
0: Louisa. If you've got a character like Louisa, who was ignored, if not picked on, by popular Mean Girls in high school... And it, like... My I, sympathy is immediately with Louisa. But the show... The show's sympathy is with Monica and Rachel, yeah. the Mean Girls. Yeah. And, like, the, that's, that's so strange to me, but I guess that's who Friends as a show was for, was for, like, people who had a good time in high school.
1: Who are attractive and, like... <laughs> yeah. But I also got, like, a little hint of, like, classism, because Louisa was saying, like, you didn't even notice me. I was just, like, um, sitting there in my overalls, you know, and they kind of, like... They were oh, like, see, I thought
0: the overalls thing was like supposed to be like uh like cause she's not feminine.
1: Maybe she's not feminine, but maybe you're like projecting um, Marla Hooch's <laughs> character. I got that. I, f- I don't think I
0: mean like given how they dress Louisa in this episode, like she's wearing like a work uniform. She's yeah. clearly not supposed to look feminine compared to These. you know, Rachel's like little like uh slight like midriff bearing sweater right. and over her like Catholic schoolgirl skirt, which you'll notice didn't make my fashion moments.
1: N- my, yeah, me neither. Um, but yeah, I think she was saying like, um, to Rachel, like you were like a stuck up, like rich bitch. And to Monica, of course is like, well, you were fat. You had your own problems, <laughs> which is like fat phobia rears its ugly head again. Not,
0: and not for the last time.
1: And not for the last time. No, In no, no. In This
0: episode, um, Uh, I guess the best part of the episode was when Phoebe dives in front of (laughs) Luis's tranquilizer gun to the, it was shaft music, right? Yeah. I recognize it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Phoebe takes it, um, like a dart in the butt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Phoebe's the best part of the episode, which is not uncommon, but, um, not enough to really, uh, uh, to really save the episode, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Ross is re- further yelling at Rachel on the street mm-hmm. um, we're still not done, but they see someone getting a, someone in their apartment building getting a delivery of a big box of bananas, yeah. which is funny. I it, have to say, yeah. if i weren 't so like tuned out of the episode by this point, yeah, not tuned out, but like turned off by the episode at this point, I probably would have found <laughs> the bananas funnier. the idea that um, mr are Reynolds, Funny. Uh, <laughs> uh is he's like stolen a monkey and his first thought is (laughs) i'm gonna have the the boy from down at the green grocer send me a big box of bananas yeah (laughs) what were you saying bananas are funny
1: um well i I just had a thought like when i was in my um junior college cafeteria i legit saw a girl (laughs) um like trip on a banana. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, are they are slick. They're very slick, <laughs> but it happens. Like yeah. she truly just like slid like three feet on a banana. And we were like, a few of us saw it. And I was so glad because I like, Oh look, she just like tripped on it. We were all just like aghast at what we had just seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Very funny. <laughs> it happens. It,
1: it happens. Uh, I I'm, wanna...
0: I'm laughing at the idea that you were so glad you saw it. Like, I thought you were going to say, I'm so glad she wasn't hurt. But you were like, I'm just so glad I Because if I, saw I told this. it to someone, they'd
1: be like, huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's something to see. Um, People falling are, and tripping, it's funny because oh, it happens to all of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's always embarrassing, but so relatable. It's like the one thing that we humanizes all of us.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's the one thing.
0: So then we find out it's Mr. Heckles who got who got the bananas um, delivered because he found and stole Marcel
1: and then made a we, dress for her uh, for him.
0: First, hold on. Oh. I want to we see the inside of Mr. Heckles' apartment, which we learned in a previous episode. He he lives directly below um, yes. Monica and Rachel, and yet his apartment is a different layout. Yes, I guess that's something. I I, I feel like that's something that. TV shows should think about. You know, we live yeah. in an apartment building. The apartment below us has the same layout as our apartment does, because that's the way apartment buildings are made. Right,
1: it's the easiest.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes, yeah, So he puts a he, he he puts a little tutu on Marcel. I um, noted that Marcel is dressed like Carrie. Bradshaw (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: which it's funny because Rachel's like if you put if you put some pumps on it's a nice little outfit so yeah yeah, that's very
0: much yeah
1: Carrie Bradshaw
0: um and then we get the final showdown between Louisa and and the gang because she's trying to as animal control. She's trying to do her job and take Marcel away from Ross, mm-hmm. who's not supposed to have yeah. Marcel.
1: She even cages uh, Marcel. Uh,
0: yeah. And then they get into a, a fight where Rachel appears to Louise's better nature. And then when that doesn't work, tries to blackmail her. Mm-hmm. And, the re- and in the, yeah, when it, it doesn't work, Ross says like something, you had to be a, I hate, I hate saying the word, yeah. a B word in high school. You yeah. couldn't have just been fat. Like. Yeah. It, the, the meanness of this yeah. episode is like... It's very mean. It won't stop. Yeah. Um. Uh, just asterisk, though. I say that I don't like to say that word, but as you know, as someone who lives with me, I say the phrase son of a bitch constantly. Yeah. It's like one of my go-to phrases. Yeah. And I think of them as like two different words. Like there's the B word that's like a mean, like misogynist thing that I don't like to say. And then there's son of a bitch, which is just a, a word of it on its own. But would
1: you call... A, f- a female person a son of a bitch? Uh,
0: I don't think I, j- I mean more I say I say son of a bitch like if I drop something or stub my toe or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I don't think I really describe a person, a person. as a son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I j- it's just like a, an expression, like a like just like saying, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's what I say.
1: You also say like fuck me. Like you'll say things like in social, I'll be like, we're not at home. Like you can't <laughs> just do that.
0: I should grow up. Um, So then after... Okay, so he's... After an entire ten straight minutes of Ross being, like, a condescending misogynist prick to Rachel, then he tries to woo her. He goes back to the, like, trying to woo her plan. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, you missed the part of how... um how uh, Rachel blackmails Louisa by saying, "I guess it doesn't matter." Oh, because she
0: because you shot my friend in the butt with a dart.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tell your supervisor that yeah. you shot my friend.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it goes back to putting like uh, to to trying to woo Rachel, and then Barry walks in and is like, "I'm still in love with you," or whatever. And um, but but I'm I'm, I'm realizing because I I guess this is March of 1995 that this aired, so I'm. In real life, twelve, twelve and a half, if we're counting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at so by, by the time I'm this age, maybe I'm starting to get a little bit uh, more aware of the world. But this that kind of corny shit that Ross does, like pouring some wine and then like surreptitiously like dimming the lights. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, like that's what I thought that like the moves were like
1: and in his mind that that's what he thinks they are too which is like further cuz he's a child cuz he's a child and he doesn't see Rachel as like a person with a mind and a brain and agency he's like this is how one woos this object of affection like he's yeah. not thinking of her as a person
0: yeah he th- he's thinking this is she's what supposed do. to be with me i just need to like get the pieces in place and for And this to i've happen.
1: seen from like old-timey like it's yeah. just so absurd
0: it is absurd yeah um then we we do get a tag uh um friends episodes have tags at the end which how many other episodes don't always yeah um we get a a tag at the end that i've already forgotten what it was about um but they're talking about their like childhood experience oh yeah it's like who had like a good time in high school joey loved high school because he was like not surprising to me that Joey was like a popular with the ladies in high school mm-hmm. or whatever and we find, I think this is the first time we I remember learning that Chandler went to a men, all boys boarding school. Mhm. Again, that's I don't know. I think all like all one gender boarding schools are um a good way to fuck up a kid. But
1: of course he makes <laughs> some joke about like if I had a good time I'd have to like have a, a life very different yeah. lifestyle change.
0: Ha. <laughs> um all right, so let's move on. Wait,
1: you missed oh, the, yeah, you missed please the tell part me about like the um hot babes who like ha- who were like neighbors in the building. It's they're- in one of
0: my funniest moments <laughs> <in> Oh. I <episodes, laughs> <laughs> one of these moments of the episode. Okay. I have they're, 3. Their
1: radiator broke and it was like um they really had to like fight like oh, they're looking for this monkey. We have to be there for our friends and not like
0: so be it's like total perverts. Two, yeah, so the like two hot hot in more ways than one yeah. like sweaty like dressed down girls yeah drinking very wearing strong very daiquiri, little, yeah
1: they drinking rum <laughs> it's like too tempting for them
0: um uh so uh i had three funniest moments so i guess this this episode did have some funniest moments but the one i'm gonna pick first before i because I, I, i'm not gonna do this is my rule I'll do one, then I'll throw to you, and then if one of yours isn't on my list, then I'll read my own. okay? Because okay? I don't want to step on yours, but okay. the, my my first one is not actually a line. It's the first time that um, Ross is trying to like uh, put the moves on 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 Rachel when he's 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 opening the wine, you know, mm-hmm. and then like someone who comes in, someone before Barry, someone else comes in. Um, And he, uh, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm saying it wrong. The
1: gang comes in and interrupts,
0: but that's, that's, I'm I'm sorry. I'm mixing up statements. Um, okay. Here's what it is. After when he first comes home, not home, back to Monica and Rachel's. Sorry. I apologize. Listeners. This is all over the place, but now I have it. When he first comes back, Rachel hasn't told him Marcel is missing yet. He's already starting to put on the moves, and he's starting to say um, the things he's going to say. He's like opening the bottle of wine, and then Rachel says, "I can't do this." And he's like, "Okay, quick and painful," and then puts the cork back in the pot. I just like the I like the visual of him like recorking the bottle I mean, and trying yeah. to screw it back in. Yeah. That was my first funniest moment. I swear to God, it was funny. I totally butchered the, butchered the uh, okay. yeah.
1: Um, Mine was just like a classic, like, silly Phoebe. Um, when she gets um, the dart in her butt, uh-huh. like the next, like a few hours later, she says, one of my cheeks is numb and the other cheek has no idea, <laughs> has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> which is just like a funny thought. Um, I'll throw it back to you and okay. then I have one more.
0: I have another um, Phoebe one. Okay. Because... Uh, Marcel, Marcel craps in Monica's shoe. And he's like, she's like, wait, he crapped in my shoe? Which one? And Rachel's like, the left one. And she's like, no, which ones? And Rachel's like, the, the black, black whatever it yeah. is. Blah, blah, blah. And then when Phoebe comes in and finds out that Marcel craps in, uh, in, she, she says, uh, which one? And Monica's like, the black clunky ones, or whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> no, Phoebe says, no, which one? The right or the left? Because the left one is lucky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was very funny. I did laugh out loud. Um, My other funny one, I almost like don't want to admit that I thought it was funny, but it's um, when Ross is being a tyrannical monster, Uh um, getting mad at Rachel, um, and he's like getting mad at himself, like I should have never let you watch Marcel I should have never trusted you to do this. Like I should have started out with a pen or a pencil and his delivery of those were funny, but I don't want to
0: yeah, give him credit for But it's still part of that. him being mean.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and then, yeah, my last one, you kind of mentioned it, but it's specifically the phrase, these women are very hot and they need our help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to, uh, friends, but make it fashion. And I'm going to, uh, in the scene where, Ross, the first Ross and, and Rachel scene, um, which is, um, right before the gang comes in in the top of the movies or whatever, Ross is wearing a very cool tie that's like, it ha- I'm not sure what you call this pattern. It's like a bunch of different stripes and each stripe is a different pattern. Kind of like what you would see on like an ugly, quote unquote, ugly Christmas sweater, mm-hmm. but it was a more tasteful, like, like muted version, yeah. but it was like different patterns in a stripe pattern on his tie it was a very cool tie i like was it, it
1: also loosened in a way that made him look unkempt
0: yeah i think he was supposed he to i think that's like, often like okay. end of the work day you yeah. know maybe when we see him at work maybe he's more put together end of the work day he like unbuttons his collar and loosens his tie i think that's a pretty co- a common look for ross at least when we see him on friends
1: okay um i noticed that rachel's hair um was very like fluffed up and like puffier okay than usual cuz normally the Rachel is very like while it's like big and very layered it's kind of like smooth and slick this was very like you can see the actual texture of of her hair which I okay. with Jennifer Aniston's hair it looked natural and it was like it. puffy I I mean I didn't I don't like the style I think it's like not a not a good look but I liked that it was more natural
0: But the the Rachel mm-hmm. refers to her haircut like in we're already in the era we're in the Rachel, Rachel. yeah okay. she
1: has the Rachel it was just a more natural fluffed up Rachel um okay. I also noticed um both Rachel and Monica were wearing like starchy button-up uh shirts
0: okay anyway um let's move on to motifs and running jokes of course
1: we talked about Rachel's at her job yeah
0: and uh Another return of that interstitial music that sounds like a police ripoff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of like faux reggae. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, as someone who does not like the police tends to, I feel like I talk way too much on this podcast about bands I don't like. Yeah. Like, pavement in my morning jacket and now the the police yeah. like i like a lot of music
1: no nope. no you don't
0: i just seem to be very negative about music yeah. on this podcast uh did you did you catch anything that i didn't catch as a as a more of a long time friends fan
1: um no i mean we talked a lot about um yeah the reoccurring like problematic themes um yeah i think we covered it all all right Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey
0: today with Byte. Should we move on then to a recap of How I Met Your Mother, Season 1, Episode 19, Marry the Paralegal?
1: Yeah. Um, so we do start off at McLaren's with the gang and it's a, um, a little like flashback a three month earlier, right, three months earlier where yeah. Ted is saying like, I'm just really in, he's talking about Victoria. I'm just really into her. I think she's the one she's in it for the long haul. And I guess they were planning, um, for Robin to invite them to like an award ceremony. She's going to be honored at the local area media awards. <laughs>
0: Lama,
1: the lamas. yeah the lamas. <laughs> um so he's saying like oh yeah i'm gonna bring um victoria as my date and they're like oh three three months from now like wow hitting the brakes or hitting the gas pretty hard there <laughs> And he's like oh no this is like long haul this is what i want so yeah we know that he um famously broke up with her and lost robin he yeah
0: yeah, but he also has uh, we learned from the episode of the wedding that he has a tendency to put that he'll he'll bring a plus one right. whether he's with someone or not because yeah. he's just always so hopeful that he's going to be with someone.
1: Yeah. So, um so we're now in like the present day where it's like time to go to the Lema's.
0: Yeah, which has an open bar, which I noticed that's a very um uh, that's a very yum gang thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they all don't want to go until Robin's like, bar. there's an open bar. We're in.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I guess, uh, Ted wants to bring a date, but it's like that night. So he can't, or the next day. So we can't find a date in time. So then mm-hmm. Barney is like, suggests hiring a, prostitute, or sex worker, but he I mean, says escort. He says escort. They use a bunch of terms for sex worker yeah, throughout the episode. Yeah, they don't say
0: sex worker, They did never say, in 2006 yeah. people were saying that. We're wisely. gonna
1: call them, like, sex workers, because that's, what we, that's yeah. what we say. Yeah, but weirdly, they use,
0: like, Barney says some of the worst stuff but his overall position is pretty progressive. He's <laughs> the most yeah. woke.
1: He's even challenging like puritanical ideas because you know Ted says ew gross and then um, yeah. you know Barney is like no 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 like this is the like oldest pr- profession like get rid of your puritanical beliefs and your moral high high ground um yeah, but yeah and it's
0: not just Ted it's It's also Marshall. It's It's Lily. It's Lily. It's Robin. It's yeah, it's
1: the show is very mean spirited also in a way that's
0: like I was saying with the friends episode, like this is a show or at least that episode. This episode is written for someone who doesn't feel the same way that I do about these things. Yes. And that's what we're having here. The entire the entire like plot narrative conflict of the episode is based on a premise that I find objectionable same
1: yes um it was like almost comical like all the different terms for sex worker that Barney digs up like at one point he calls them professional fornicators uh-huh. courtesans
0: I mean, yeah you um you stole one of my funniest moments which is uh, courtesans are people too <laughs> I thought that was yeah. a funny line
1: yeah um, so, yeah, Ted's saying, like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Like, I, w- I would never do a thing like that. Ew, gross. No. Um, but then it's discovered, or uh, Robin tells Lily that she's going to bring a date, that her date being Sandy Rivers, the the co-host. Yeah. But also the, um, I guess he has a show where he literally just reads the paper <laughs>
0: Yeah, which I found, like, I think that's funny, but also the idea that Ted and Marshall, like, have this ritual of watching Sandy read the paper to laugh at him, and they have yeah. these little, like, that Costumes. felt a little contrived. Yeah,
1: yeah. They have, like, tapes of it and, like, put it on for...
0: And they, like, put on, like... Little hats. Hats on the yeah. TV, so it looks like... I, I feel like... I've talked before about how I met your mother being, like, slightly larger than life... Mm -hmm. is I think a good thing most of the time that felt like a swing and a miss to me
1: yeah um so yeah they find out that Robin has a date and now you know Ted's freaking out because like he wants to make her jealous because she's trying to make him jealous um Barney introduces Ted to Mary in the way that he always presents have you met Mary (laughs) and so you know Ted can't believe, like, I I don't want to do this. She's a prostitute. It's assumed that she's a prostitute, you know, because Barney... Well, Barney...
0: It's not assumed. Barney has, like... I guess Barney never actually comes out and says Mary's a prostitute, but, like, he...
1: He says she's a companion. But, yeah, yeah. Um, But Mary's actually, like, pretty cool, and they're, like, kind of hitting off. She's hot and also, like, funny and nice and seems... Into Ted, um, yeah. so they go, oh, before then, um, Ted admits that he's on a um, intentional like sex hiatus, mm-hmm. and it's been fifty seven days, mm-hmm. and there's a very funny spit take that Barney does, like Barney is like, Wait what, and like takes a sip just to spit but take that
0: the funniest part to me was not the that it takes a sip it was the, is, is the little exchange like. Uh, is that your water? Can oh we yeah, start? go ahead. Do yeah. you mind? <laughs> and <laughs> that then <literally> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, they they go to the ceremony, and you know Sandy Rivers is very silly. <laughs> um, it works because uh, Robin is jealous of of Ted and, and Mary, like yeah. hitting it off. They're having a good time. Um, Lily and Marshall are totally opposed to this. Well, Lily actually doesn't know.
0: Right, which leads right? to another, like... Gross... Gross, yeah. shameful joke, because she borrows Mary's she lipstick. She goes to the
1: bathroom, and they have, like, girl chat in the bathroom and uses her lipstick, and then she's, like, ugh, when she finds out. She's disgusted. Marshall's disgusted. It's... It's, it's a problem. So
0: It's, like, yeah. regressive and shaming and...
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, Robin is, like, really pissed off. Um, she actually gets... Um, she wins the, she has an, accept, Lama. yeah, she wins a Lema, and in her acceptance speech, she thanks her friends at the table, but does not include Ted. And
0: she says, End of <laughs> that's list. it, that's, that's all my that's friends. That's all
1: my friends. Like just, <laughs> she's very petty. Um, throughout this whole episode, there's also like the, a little theme of like ESP, extrasensory perception. So they're having dialogues like that say so much, like, I can't believe you would bring her. It's not a big deal. Look at her. Like they're, they're yeah. having this dialogue, um, which no one could hear.
0: Well, it's like Marshall has this connection with Ted and with Lily, but it's not with all three. So like, right. He's having an ESP yes. conversation with Ted yes. and Lily's like, in e- in ESP terms, what are you and Ted talking about? Like, yeah. that's very, funny. it's very
1: funny. Cause it, and it like, it becomes broken. Cause she does she, she fall asleep or something?
0: Yeah, and then he says it. It wakes her. He like gives sends yeah. her a message via ESP. And then she and screams, then it wakes "Mary's her up. a
1: prostitute!" <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, "Whoa, she's a prostitute! Ew, gross, 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 yeah. gross." Um, so, Ted and Mary are hitting it off in such a way that they're at a hotel. Barney gives them the keys to a, the room, and mm-hmm. they're like hitting it off. They want to go out. They're going to have sex. Supposedly on the way up, you know, Ted is being Ted like, This is uh this is so unexpected. This is the first time I've I've done anything like this. And Mary's like gone on a date? I go on yeah. plenty of dates. And then there's kind of like the um series of like misunderstandings like, oh, my clients are sometimes like so anal. Just yeah, like my dumb. client's been writing me all day. Yeah. 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 Just dumb misunderstandings about her. Being a sex worker. Um, and then it, I don't know how it's like unearthed that he thinks she's an actual.
0: He says, like, You're a hooker. Yeah. He says the word hooker to her face. He yes. says the phrase, You're a hooker to her face three times. And she's times like, in a No, row.
1: I'm a paralegal. Which, like, at the table, when Robin's like, Oh, Mary, what do you do? And then Barney chimes in, Oh, she's a paralegal. And we all think that, like, Oh, this is just like a a clever ruse.
0: We think he's trying to cover for her, but really he's trying, he's trying to keep his little scheme from being uncovered.
1: But then Mary's like, Oh yeah. Like I do a lot of like clerical paperwork in the legal office. I work for blah, 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 blah. And that's like a legitimate law firm. Um, So yeah. uh, The twist is that she's not actually a sex worker and he actually just knows her from the building. So he did this to prove a point, I guess,
0: which I think worked like his, his point was to Ted was like, if you relax,
1: you'll actually like make a connection with someone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because he didn't think
1: like this woman who is not a sex worker was willing to have sex with you based on your, you know, just being
0: yourself, just being yourself
1: and having like a genuine connection. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like, uh, I guess it's a good point to make, but not
0: Tony Barney says some of the worst stuff in this episode, including the transphobic slur that I'm not going to use.
1: Yes. Yes. Um,
0: but he, he uses that awful word. Yep. Um, but he also has the best overall point of view on sex work. That's the the one that I think the test of time has like, Barney is more on the right side of history
1: um, yeah, but I mean he this is like a new level of horrible behavior for barney
0: um, you mean the like the phrasing he uses
1: not just the f- phrasing he uses but talking this woman this poor woman yeah into this like scandal trap like yeah so in his mind they're going to have sex under the idea that she's a se- like it's just it's a horrible thing to do to everyone involved
0: yeah yeah it's awful
1: it's awful um,
0: um but it's still I, I you're right I, you know what and I didn't spend enough time thinking about that because I was thinking so much more about how everyone else was being so like um judgmental and moralistic right. and like paternalistic and just terrible you know like Marshall like not even as a joke just telling Ted you can't do this it's wrong on every level like that that point of view about sex, yeah, work like, yeah. is like, uh, is uh, out of step, yeah. uh, out of date.
1: Because Marshall and Lily are like supposed to be like the voice of reason, so this show is in line with them, yes. I feel like, yes, which is, yeah, yeah, Bad. it's a problem. Um, so yeah, a lot of like slut shaming <laughs> behavior. Like, I can't believe I used her lipstick. Mm-hmm. I, the, oh, that's her nap. She wipes off the lipstick with a napkin. Oh, that's her napkin. Oh, gross. Ew, ew. Like yeah. it's just. You shouldn't behave like yeah. that.
0: Although I like that she flung the napkin in and it hit a waiter. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: I didn't notice <laughs> that. Um,
0: um,
1: so, yeah. And then at the very end, we learn that um, Barney kind of like gets one over on Barney in retaliation by um, uh, running up the charges to the hotel room who he hasn't, he hasn't checked out of the hotel room. He's pouring champagne down the, down the bathtub, getting massages. a massage. Yeah. yeah. So I That's guess.
0: Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Um a couple of things I noticed. I love that Alexis Demisoff is back as Sandy Rivers. Um I liked <laughs> the idea of because oh, we didn't even talk about how Lily's like little like running thing is that she's tired and cranky because oh, yeah. she no longer has she nap can't time. Take her naps. Which I thought was so funny that she was like they took away the kid's nap time, which means they took away my nap time and Robin's like, um uh, you nap when the kids nap. Is that safe? And Lily says, they're five years old. What are they going to do to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that, really funny. that should have been my funniest moment. Cause that might've been the funniest moment of any, of both these two episodes. Now that I think about it, but uh, I did like cranky Lily, like mocking Alexis, mocking Sandy. Sandy says like, I don't know. Like I can't remember what he says, but yeah. Lily, like does it in a mocking voice, yeah. which is extra textually funny because they're married. Yes. In, in real life. Yes. Um, Another thing I noticed: so the lemas, as I'm going to continue to call them, uh, were hosted by a local area mm-hmm. like horror movie guy named Vampire Lou. Who this yeah. is a reference to a lot. A lot of different markets uh, in in the U.S. had like you know horror uh, uh, hosts. Sven mm-hmm. Ghuli in Chicago was mm-hmm. like the uh, the one I knew, but they're all over. But uh, he's played by Robert Michael Morris, who was. Um, Mickey on the comeback, do you remember the comeback no lisa Kudrow's uh no show? i didn't I
1: didn't watch it oh
0: okay, well, Mickey was like her hmm. best friend, but also like the uh target of a lot of her <laughs> kind of her whipping boy at the same time, but he okay. was uh, Robert Michael Morris was great on the comeback, so um wanted to call him out here because he's he's very good here too in his in his like three lines that he has uh but that's it what what would you have for funniest moments of the episode
1: oh it was um marshall <laughs> i don 't know like what he said this in reference to, but um, he said that he was um, placing small items in sandy 's hair all night, yeah, and that was funny enough. But then, when Sandy Rivers and Robin walk out, you see like little like drink umbrellas, <laughs> umbrellas and yeah. like pieces of straw, straw in yeah. the back of his head, <laughs> which I thought was very funny
0: uh, well, my funniest moment uh, well you, you, we already talked about courtesans of people too. Uh, my funniest moment was also sandy related the first time Robin introduces him he says use my whole name people like like it so yeah. the, whole epi- the whole the whole rest of the episode people were like sandy rivers, rivers. yeah <laughs> um, I, I thought i like that as a i know joke. that
1: that was supposed to be funny and they kept going back to it I, I guess it just didn't work for me
0: i guess i thought it was it worked for me because i kept forgetting
1: okay. so someone would never, just say
0: sandy and then i would forget and then i go rivers, rivers. and it, yeah. so i guess i it worked for me because i'm dumb uh,
1: I also liked when Robin said to Ted, um, "Oh, you're really hitting it off with Mary. Have you kissed her yet, or are you waiting to get in a long-term relationship?" <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> which we, was we, like
1: we, a funny little jab.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about yeah, it. They have a whole like fight, Yeah. Um, which I think was probably the best written and acted moment of the episode. But again, like what I was saying with friends, if I weren't so turned off by the episode at that point, maybe I would have been more into it but I was already just so annoyed. Yeah. By the episode, by that yeah. point. Uh, do you have a "How I Met Your Mother" moment, but make it fashion?
1: Um. Well, Lily looks great in purple. But I didn't like her eyeshadow. Uh,
0: I also have Lily's purple dress. Uh, I didn't think about her eyeshadow, but I like her updo or whatever her her hair for the awards show.
1: It was an updo. I thought it was down.
0: Um. No, maybe it wasn't up.
1: It wasn't up. It was like um, styled,
0: but it, was it wasn't like, up. But her her hair looked bigger than it usually does. Hmm. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she's got some up.
1: volume. Yeah, hair.
0: volume. Maybe that's what I mean instead. See, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I, I know clothing terms. i I don't know hair terms. I gotta watch. There's a lot of. Um, I gotta watch. Uh, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> there was a project runway, but for hairstylists, right?
1: Yeah, I don't remember what that's called.
0: I, the, the reason I remember that it happened is because years ago when I used to drive for Lyft.
1: Ugh, yeah.
0: Um, there was, uh, um, I picked up someone who was on that show and he was like, Oh, what are we used to, was it periscope? What was like the Twitter, like live Twitter video thing? Was it, was it periscope? He uh-huh. was like periscoping to all his followers. Okay. Like from the back of my car. And I was trying to be like, what show? Uh, no, I was just trying to be like, where do you need to go? And you'd be like, I, cause you also drove for Lyft, right? Yeah. The way it works is you're supposed to like put in the because, address. Yep. And that's, I think the the app has not made it so that you have to. Yeah. Right. But we were driving pretty early on in Lyft.
1: They got in the car first and then they put the address in.
0: Yeah. And and so some people would be like, just go or just go, turn right up there and I'd be like,
1: no, no, no. You just need to yeah. tell
0: me the final destination yeah. and I will take you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm so glad that I only drove for Lyft for a year. Uh,
1: oh, did also fashion, anyway, like
0: that's what I was saying is one of the contestants from that show was in my car. Okay.
1: Um,
0: and that's why I don't know hair terms because I hate that guy.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, I also noticed with fashion, um, there was just so much ruching of all of the all of the ladies' dresses for this event.
0: That's the thing, like Mary's dress, where it looks like.
1: It's like um, pulled together.
0: Yeah, but it almost looks like it has the effect of it looking stretched a little bit to me, mm-hmm. to my eye.
1: But it's like it's pulled in a in a direction to accentuate yeah. an area,
0: yeah, of the yeah. body.
1: But it's it's called ruching. I
0: didn't know it was called ruching, but yeah, that's I definitely caught that with Mary's with Mary's dress,
1: like uh, curtained in a in a bunched up way. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Curtained there you go.
1: in a bunched up way, yeah. Is,
0: no, they just used our curtains here to demonstrate the. Yeah, to illustrate. Yeah. Uh, now I'll. Uh, what uh, what running joke? What run, what motifs of running jokes? Did you count? Um, you already mentioned. Uh, have you met Ted?
1: Yeah. Um, that one. Uh, let's see. Homophobia, transphobia, slut shaming. Uh, no. What,
0: what else? That's the only one I had. Was have you met Ted? Yeah. Um. I feel like similarities and differences, we already covered. We covered like, a lot of those. Uh, a, yeah. a lot of these things. Um, but there was... Uh, yeah, we covered... I, t- I want to always want to use this... Maybe this is... I need to be more flexible with like the outline of the podcast. Because mm-hmm. I always want to use this section, similarities and differences, to talk about like bigger themes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we talked about those a lot. Yeah. And now I end up using this section to be like, hey, did you notice two weird things that happened? <laughs> like, yeah. So both... Episodes did have people watching bad TV. You had Rachel watching the soap opera, and you had uh, Ted and Marshall watching Sandy's uh, morning newscast. Yeah. So yeah, um, this segment has become the opposite of what I mentioned. But I feel like we talked about a lot of big. Yeah, we
1: covered it. It happened organically that time.
0: Well, now we have to uh, play play favorites.
1: favorites. Okay. This is again. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, Okay.
0: You got to count us down.
1: Three, two. One. Friends. Friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Friends didn't With- have an actual slur <laughs> the Wait. way that yeah. How I Met Your Mother did. And I just had more funniest moments on Friends than I did on How I Met Your Mother. So yeah. overall, this, was, this Friends episode was the lesser of the two evils.
1: Yes. And they were both quite evil.
0: Well, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, we get to go to my favorite segment, or at least my favorite segment to introduce, which is a segment that we call How Were We Doing? Mm-hmm. In which we look at the things that were happening in the world in the day these two episodes aired. So Friends, Season 1, Episode 19, the one where the monkey gets away, aired on Thursday, March 9th, 1995. And this uh, won't be of any interest to you, Natalie, but this was the day that Major League Baseball awarded a new franchise to Tampa Bay. It's a franchise that would become the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and Mm -hmm. then now just the Tampa Bay Rays, who... Um, competed in the World Series against the Dodgers last year.
1: I don't hate baseball. I like the Dodgers.
0: You like the Dodgers? Yeah. I hate football. I guess go Dodgers. Now they eliminated my St. Louis Cardinals so that was sad but now my St. Louis Cardinals are eliminated. Go Dodgers. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, last year the Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays. It always bothered me that they used to be called the Devil Rays, which is a better name, and now they're just the Rays. So
1: they wanted to take the devil out of...
0: I wonder what? if it's like, are there a lot of like Catholics? evangelicals yeah. in Florida who are like, we're not right. going to support a team that has devil in the name? But, yeah. Maybe.
1: Um, that Which reminds me of Seinfeld. Um. <laughs> and Diablo.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is funny because, the, yeah, Putty paints himself up as the devil to go to a New, yeah. New Jersey Devils game yeah. but then don't we later find out that Putty is a Christian because yeah. his car is tuned to Christian radio and he has a Jesus fish on his bumper sticker yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also top five songs in the USA in on March 9th 1995 uh, Madonna's Take a Bow TLC's Creep Soul For Real's Candy Rain which we talked about last which week which
1: sang embarrassingly uh, Brandy's
0: week. Baby and then again this there's a motif of me hating music, but a song, I think this is the first time it's come up a song that I, I don't think you and I, you and I've talked about, I almost guarantee you like this song and I find it to be an obnoxious earworm. You gotta be by Desiree.
1: Um, you
0: gotta be, yeah, I kind of like it. I (laughs) I knew you would, but that like repetition of the, you gotta be like, I always found that kind of embarrassing and annoying and it would get in my head in a way that like,
1: Do you ever have a, a, like...
0: Sometimes... When a song's in my head... And it... And I can't get it out. Mm -hmm. It's a similar feeling to when I'm hungry and there's nothing... Like, I don't... Like, if I'm stuck, like, in jury duty or something and I, like... I know I'm not going to get to eat for a while. Mm -hmm. It's that same, like, sort of, like... I'm queasy and I'm frustrated at the same time. Yeah. And, like... So... Like, you gotta be is one of those songs that makes me feel like I need to eat a Snickers bar.
1: <laughs> well, I think we've talked about this before, but supposedly you're just supposed to listen to the whole thing in its entirety, and that will, because the earworm part is like that it's unfinished. It's just a phrase that keeps right. repeating. You gotta be? Yeah, you gotta be. But if you sat and listened to the whole thing, it might satisfy yeah. that. It might quench that hunger.
0: Or I could listen to a song that I like
1: and get that in your head and
0: get out of my head instead. And then, how I Met Your Mother season one episode nineteen, "Mary the Paralegal," aired on Monday, April twenty fourth, two thousand six. Okay. So at this point in my life, by the way, I am, yeah, I'm like probably unemployed or in bet- or like working. Uh, this was a period when I was uh, taking PA job, PA jobs where I could, um, but not quite yet on the big PA job I would work for the entire summer of two thousand six. So I was probably Unemployed and frustrated. Okay, um, but there's also a. Uh, um,
1: you're not in LA yet.
0: No, yeah, I, oh, I've, been yeah. In, okay. I, I've been in LA right, right, right. since That's before Harmony and Mother started. Okay. Um, oh, I thought there was a sports thing I could uh, like tie in to um, to these two things, but I I, I can't seem to. To find one. I could have sworn. Uh, Pope Benedict XVI is reported to have agreed to, re- to a relaxation of rules for the use of condoms oh. among Catholics. Huh. Uh, oh, yeah, there was a sports thing. Uh, Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, if you remember him, yeah. unexpectedly lifts a 27-year ban on female attendance of public sporting events in Iran. They still need permission of the male head of the household mm-hmm. to attend God. and will sit in a special female-only section. Um, <sighs> But that's interesting because there was a Jafar Panahi, the great Iranian film director, had a, a movie called Offsides, I think, that was about Iranian, like, female soccer fans trying to, like, sneak into a soccer game disguised as men, I think. Okay. Um, so that was, a, uh, I, I guess, a big deal. The, mm-hmm. um, I guess. Obviously, it's a big deal if women aren't allowed to go to... Yeah. Uh, Games. Uh top five songs in the USA. Daniel Powder's Bad Day continues its tyrannical <laughs> reign at Touch yes, One. Yeah. Uh, Sean Paul Temperature, um, T.I. The Creep, <laughs> What You Know. Uh L.O. Cool J's Control Myself. And Natasha Bedingfield's Unwritten.
1: The best is still unwritten. We keep talking about this song.
0: Oh, okay. I forgot that we talked about this song. Uh so that's so, that, so that's how are we doing. Let's move on to the final segment, which I call Challenge Accepted. Mm-hmm. It's weird that the uh, we're, these are both references to catchphrases that haven't come up yet on the two shows we're watching.
1: Yeah, and I'm just like, hmm. Cool. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, Challenge Accepted, this is where we take a look at the titles of the next episodes we are going to watch and we each make respective predictions based on those titles. But first we have to look at how we did mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. and to refresh our uh, listener's memory or for new listeners who don't know that Natalie says props to the props department, not mm-hmm. just props to the props. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the season, we will tally up who has gotten the most predictions right. And the loser has to make a $500 donation to the charity of the winner's choice. Yes. I, I, I yeah pick out a charity because I don't think I can come back at this point. Like mathematically, I actually don't think I can. Oh, come back. okay. Um, Great. But uh, let's see. I said that my prediction for the one when the monkey gets away would be that Ross meets a potential romantic interest while looking for Marcel. Mm-hmm. Nope, not what happened. No, unfortunately, um, your. <laughs> Your prediction was a paralegal at work has the hots for Marshall like yeah. everyone should and does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I was like way more wrong than you were. But we
0: were both wrong, so I think no points as as happens most weeks. But I think you got no it right
1: points. as far as like Marcel obviously
0: But the episode was called But
1: it was days. like a love story involving Ross.
0: I don't think I don't need your pity, uh pity votes i don't need you to round me but up i was a, like
1: s- so off in every way it saying, had nothing to do with marshall
0: not one of us is always gonna like okay. win every week there's no okay. i think no points awarded is really mm-hmm. the the norm here
1: and listeners if you're out there let us know what you think if you have an opinion that we uh don't have let us know
0: and we're still at a tie on whether or not cameron manheim is a big enough uh guest star to qualify as a big guest star right um we're at a, at a, on, on terms of like you and I couldn't agree. We throw it out to the listeners and we got the exact same number of responses in either direction. So yeah. we're we're still at loggerheads over whether or not Cameron Mannheim is a big guest star. All right. So I am going to make, um, my prediction about friends season one, episode 20, the one with the evil orthodontist. Mm-hmm. Um, now this I'm I'm uh uh I've got an advantage here. Yeah. Yeah you because did. I know that Barry is an mm-hmm. Orthodontist. Yes. So this episode is gonna be about Barry, but I feel mm-hmm. like I have to have uh I feel A like I have to have something more specific. Uh I'm gonna say What um, makes him evil? Oh I was gonna my my um My prediction was going to be that Rachel tells Barry off.
1: Does she call him an evil?
0: Yeah, I think, like, there's probably going to be, like, some, oh, he still loves me, maybe I could, you know, Mm -hmm. go back to my old life, and there's going to be, like, some conflict there, but I think by the end it's going to be, like, no, I've found who I am, I'm finding who I am here, Mm -hmm. these... Five people who are, are always in each other's business are my real friends, yeah. my real my new family. I think this, so it's gonna be like Rachel tells Barry off. Okay. Rachel tells Barry where he can <laughs> stick it.
1: <laughs> okay. How my your mother?
0: Yes, I know Season this is what we, we this is why we have to vamp, because it takes Episode. me a second to pull these things up. I want to guess. Uh, Season one, episode 20 of How I Met Your Mother is called Best Prom Ever.
1: Mm. Okay. Um, I think that this will be a, um, a flashback to everyone's prom. And I think it'll be um, Barney who says best prom ever. Um, is that enough?
0: Oh yeah Oh yeah I think that's more than enough
1: Okay So flashback prom episode Um Which You know About the The Friends episode That has the Uh
0: Yes I do Ross like Rachel's date Stands him up And Ross is like I'll go with you But then there's His date Her date shows up anyway Yeah Yeah Fucking loser Just Fuck Ross Yeah fuck Ross (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went to three proms. Mm -hmm. I was very cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I think we did it. We talked about uh, all of seasons one, episodes 19 of both of our programs
1: we did Natalie. programs yes I think
0: we um, I think this is a better episode than last week's to be honest oh
1: yeah last it was week the only we were, way to go but up yeah.
0: yeah last week we were kind of stumbling through it but I think we were animated by our uh, indignation at both of these episodes yeah, um, yeah. Our, our, our moral uh, 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 righteousness
1: mm-hmm <laughs>
0: Well, that's, uh, that's it. You can find me, David, at com. That's where you can find this podcast, my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, movie reviews, all sorts of things like that. You can email me at David at com. You can follow me at Pretension. Um More importantly, you can email that both of us mm-hmm. at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. And we recommend you do that.
1: Yeah. And you could also rate and review on, um, Apple or iTunes, Apple
0: rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a positive thing to do. Yeah. Um,
1: let us know, tell your friends or don't.
0: And Natalie, once again, you don't want people to find you anywhere.
1: Nah, it's okay. All right. Um, until next time catch us at the lemas. <laughs>